Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melanga and Lindy and thank you for joining our conversation. Hello. Hey. We're back. <laughs> so we took like a uh, summer break, which was planned. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was five weeks long. It was meant to be yeah. weeks long, but we took a break. And it was a good. It was a good break, actually. It was well needed. Yeah, definitely. And we're back with a new, um, a new like with a, I was going to say a new point of interest. Um, we, we were going to do this anyway. It was something that was planned. Yeah. Um, we said it was like a season, in which we're going to look at um, perception and what that is, um, the different mm. angles of perception. But in discussing it, we were just literally like. And this could be uh, the whole podcast, like from now on, like the name will change and it's going to be called Perception. Like, there's just so many ways to look at, like perception. You can look at it on a on a physical level, yeah, on like, a mental level, on a spiritual level, um, and I think everything to do, like in life, like we talk about, we talk about, like we say, we we say we talk about like spirituality, life, yeah, all of these things, all of these themes that we cover. It's, it's basically it's informed by our perception so like you yeah. can't run away from perception it's in everything um so, so we'll see how far it goes um how but we yes we we've got some things that we would like to discuss and different angles um in which we'd like to approach the topic yeah, yeah. um I find perception like really interesting just because like you said it's in everything like even just the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis and like mm-hmm. like why you know someone might re- might act differently from you it's because they have a different perception whether that's actually physically they're seeing something different or they live a different they live through a different life or a different worldview like you said there's different areas that we could talk about perception through mm-hmm. physical you know soul like spiritually you know stuff like that so yeah, I think it's going to be good a good series and could I don't know how long the series is going to be. <laughs> yeah, I just there's just so much. I feel like yeah, we're going to we're, we're going to go into it. Um but yeah, we're talking about perception um mm-hmm. for the next coming weeks. So I'm going to start with the definition because you know yep. it has to be done. Um and this one is from just your ordinary it's just from Collins, you know, your Collins dictionary. Um <laughs> I saw quite a few, but then some of them were getting a bit, you know, and it's a bit like, look, just tell me what it is. Yeah. Um, and so this one is basically looking at perception. Um, it says as a countable noun, which I don't even know what a countable noun is as an English teacher, mm. but I know what a noun is. So let's just say it's a noun. Um, and it says here, um, your perception, perception of something is the way that you think about, think about um, a topic or the impression you have of it. Okay. Okay. So it's the way you think about something, or it's the impression um, you have of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's what it says. And I thought that was kind of um, clear to me because it's about it's it's like you said it's kind of it's the way you're seeing it, and that's yeah. my personal definition. When I kind of was just looking at the different definitions, I didn't do it for long. Literally yeah. it was one minute, but then it just came to me, and I was like, well, actually, my own definition um, of perception is a way of seeing. Like mm. it's a way of seeing, there's different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so what do you think about about that? Um, 
another way that I think of perception is like it's a way that people interpret the world or whatever they're seeing it's their interpretation so it can mm-hmm. also be like a judgment okay a personal judgment not okay. in a this neutral not good or bad but just like that's the way someone is interpreting something which is the same as saying that's the way they're seeing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's just it's helped me because sometimes like when you have con- conflict with people and then you realize that oh it's because they have a different perception from me yep like i.e they have a different interpretation of the situation circumstance it just makes things a little bit easier when you know that the way you see the world or the way you are seeing a certain situation is different from someone else so i think that's how i've come to know perception as a definition i would say is that it's an it's an interpretation yeah i think that's yeah that's that's a cool one but that's basically it really um Yeah, so I was saying that um, it's interesting when you first raise your definition of perception because I just assumed that it would be like initially linked to how you see, like your eyes, the physical, right? But then it said that how you think. So it's not even it's not even really what you're seeing directly, but it's how you think of what you're seeing, if that makes sense. I thought it was just going to be perception is like seeing, <laughs> But it's more like what you think of that thing or whatever you are seeing. Um, So that brings in the kind of, that's why I was like talking about interpretation because obviously the way people think is very differently. Like we may be seeing the same thing, but our perception of it is going to be very different. Like it's very unlikely, like it's very unlikely you come across someone who has the same perception uh, as you about a lot of things you know what I mean you can see eye to eye on certain things like beliefs and all that but still your perception to other people is always going to be different like that's something that's unique to everyone I feel yeah yeah that would be nice I think I say that I think it would be nice I think <laughs> it would be nice for someone to just have the same perception as you like like but then you'd get bored I'd be like oh, for goodness sake like <laughs> the same as me but like you know how sometimes like I'll have a conversation like probably with you or Singy mm-hmm. and it's like we can talk and everything but there's some some people's some people sometimes when I have conversations yeah and I just know that our perceptions are just so clashing right now like they're just <laughs> clashing that it's the point where like everything that I'm saying I know that you're just seeing it differently yeah um, that's obviously a different level. It's higher up to when, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone, you don't know why. It's just not gelling because you yeah. just don't know. You're not aware. Like, we just have different perceptions. But yeah. it's still got its own, its own little, like, that little, like, irritation when you're talking to someone. And like, you just know it's because we, we're just looking at this thing differently, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like that thing which is always annoying when people go, well, we'll just agree to disagree then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> like... <laughs> um, yeah. But sometimes I think that it can be a good thing because obviously, like, it can be interesting to see how someone else sees something when it's different to you. Like, even if we are meeting eye to eye on something, like, let's say I meet other Christians, right? We obviously, on some level, we see the world similarly, right? Mm -hmm. Because we believe there's a God, etc. But how they experience it or how they think about it is going to be very different based on upbringing, you know, their experiences and all that. So I feel like perception is um, like it's, what do I want to say? It's affected by 
not just what you're thinking, but what are your thoughts affected by? And that's like upbringing, um, your experiences that you live day to day. So then your perception changes as well based on the experience that you have, people that come into your life, etc. you know, your peers, because they also influence us. So there's lots of influences on your perception, I feel, as well. Mm. Even as you get older, your perception changes and then you understand things that maybe you didn't get when you were younger, oh, yeah. that older people talked about, you know, you, yeah, as you true. develop and mature, things like that. Mm. So um, perception to me is like an organic thing, like it's a living thing. It's not something that, it's just one way like oh I just this person just thinks this way and I just think this way like it could change next year I could be on the same wavelength as you or something do you know what I mean so yeah yeah perception is something that like is always changing and evolving because we have experiences every day like you know we can always change our mind or the way we see something um and that I think another aspect that comes into it is also knowledge because when you're ignorant about something you'll see it a certain way but once you gain knowledge or more understanding your perception changes yeah I don't know if you want to say that's wisdom you know I don't know I feel like that comes into play as well but yeah yeah it's kind of like when you're talking about how perception changes like I feel that resistance inside myself it's kind of like (laughs) it's again kind of like scared to be like then what is permanent then do you know what I mean it's that kind of like resistant to that total change it's like mm. you have to not have to but I guess one of the things that I'm like seeing and appreciating is that you know how sometimes things are presented to you or they're presented to me and then I could just be resistant to it like for example yeah. it could just be like I don't know it could just be like a book or something that everyone's saying oh this is really great or this is good I think yeah. was talking to me earlier about this book that he's reading called Happy mm-hmm. and then um he was like, oh, it's actually good, actually. He was a bit sceptical of it at the beginning. And it's written by Darren Brown. And I was like, and he was like, oh, he, Dad, was, Dad was talking about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, the guy used to be a magi- magician. And I was like, oh, that's why it sounded familiar, like, when I saw the Oh, name. it is that Darren Brown. Yeah, it is that Darren okay. Brown. And he was talking about, and Dad was like, oh, it's quite actually interesting. He talks about, like, on a philosophical level and, like, spiritual level. And he talks about, um, you know, like, he talks about like the other side of kind of like um, believing in something. So he used to do like okay. magical tricks and stuff, but he's saying like there's all these things like where, um, let's say the law of attraction or believing yeah. that like, I can control my world and I can make this thing happen, which isn't necessarily what the law of attraction is, but you know, just from that angle, he yeah. talking about that. And then he's saying, well, you have to be, be prepared. People have to be prepared that like they might believe for something, but it doesn't happen. And he's talking about like, he went to an evangelical church and um the experience that he had there he was able to see like he, he went in with like you know like mics and stuff like well, the people that he was with went in with mics to kind of see yeah. what was going on and see like um you know see what what it really was but he was saying people need to understand again like you know what if you don't if you don't get the healing and then yeah. um he was just saying about the other side of like you know believing in these things so I don't know how that leads on to the whole concept mm. of happiness but anyway the reason why I said all of this is because when dad was talking about this book I was really happy I, I noticed that I'm currently really like skeptical of anything that tries to say tries to claim that he knows about being happy like anyone who tries to say or oh, a book about happiness because I'm like okay I'm really like I'm resistant to it whereas the other side of me knows that like you know be open be open because that's mm. just how you evolve 
you know, mm. and your resistance doesn't resistance doesn't do anything. It doesn't like grow. It doesn't help you grow. Yeah. Mm. But I'm very resistant to it. The reason why is because I'm like, you can't tell me how to be happy because no one knows. And I just True. feel like I can actually confidently say that because I've been, I've just been like, <laughs> like even if someone knows, it's like I still say like no one knows because like they might actually have the answer is what I'm saying for them. Mm. But it's like it's not enough to just be like, oh, I have the key. Do you know what I mean? It's because like we all have the key, and in a way, we just have to yeah. like look. So it's mm. like I don't buy it. Someone saying saying, um, you know, I have the rest of the thing to be happy because yeah, my own parents who have lived on Earth like sixty fifty years are reading books about being happy. So I'm thinking, well, if you've lived on Earth for 60, 50 years, right, and you still don't know about happiness, when you've obviously felt happiness in your life yeah. and all that, yeah. and you're still questing for happiness, I'm like, well, maybe it's not something you need to search for. Do you know mm. what I mean? So that's mm. why I'm very much like, well, actually, uh, no, thank you. But then when Dad was talking about it, I was like, hey, <laughs> be, be, you know, be open to that. So the reason, again, while I've gone on this ramble, is that, like, if I read this book on happiness or, you know, I'm open to things that I resist, I guess that's one way of like your my perception changes and yeah. then I think I'm still that kind of person who's a bit like oh um as much as I think it's a nice thing you know when you said that you didn't like something and you suddenly like it now yeah a bit of me is kind of just like well I don't want to suddenly change and like it do you know what I mean I, I oh my be, god you know I just want to be me but, um, <laughs> but you'll still be thing, you <laughs> I know there's that thing again of like just as I guess it's like you know being open to perceptions means letting means letting go mm, or maybe mm-hmm. i don't know it's the way i'm just seeing it now i guess yeah it's my perception it means kind of letting go of your identity and what you like now because it's like oh i don't like ice cream you know sometimes like we actually pride ourselves in the things that we we don't like or do like so sometimes identity like, kind of take, yeah. yeah so to take those things away you know like i pride myself i don't know what I, I do pride myself in now to pinpoint it um probably in the fact that i don't want to read a book on happiness <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> it's like to, to actually be open to it means to like you know what i mean to turn your back mm-hmm. on that identity and then i think it's just that the ego is kind of like you know has lost in that situation but anyway yeah that was my ramble yeah um just to come back to that tangent i know it's off topic but um whenever like people talk about happiness in that in that kind of context i always think that it's not really the right word to me it sounds like contentment like just being content because mm, yeah. he was he was say you're saying that he was saying that oh, people need to know about the other side because I've gone through that whole um process of like oh what about if you get to the end of your life you die and there actually isn't a god there's nothing and I was like oh you have to reach a point where you're like it's okay I'm still happy that I chose this in this life even if I get to the end and it's not it's not it's not the truth yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that helped me in my faith so that it wasn't like always looking for proof. It was more like, oh, it's just a choice I've made and mm. let's just go. And even if I get to the end, it's okay. It still was better than the other alternative. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I think that, I feel like that's more like contentment, but I think people just, they connect more with that word happy. So that's what's used most of the time. Because I feel like contentment has a slight negative connotation to it because it's like, you have to be content in like negative things or like in mm. not so great circumstances. So I feel like that wouldn't have been a great, great, you know, advertising mm. <laughs> title for the book. But um, that's what, that's what I took from what you just said. But um, yeah, it's true though about that. Like you, people do need to think about the other side of things and you know, that they might not happen or, and still be okay with it, you know? Mm. Um, 
But yeah, back to perception. That can uh-huh. lead me on to another whole tangent. Me, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of talking to that about that one. That will uh, go down there. Actually, yeah. do you know yeah. what? The conversation was like, made me think because of my, you know, resistance to it. Mm. The fact that someone can tell me about being happy. I was like, do you know what? Let's do a series on that because then that will maybe make me not make me but will, you know be a journey open you up into you know actually yeah into actually mm. looking at what people say and like maybe delving into myself because that's what i'm always saying i'm like no i need to look inside myself but then i'm you know i mean <laughs> am i doing it though <laughs> and i think most of the time the people that are saying it they're not saying they have a key but they're like trying to give you breadcrumbs or something to like you know Leave if you're not doing any yeah just to help you or something like that that's how i take it you know that's yeah. my perception mm. and maybe they're not maybe they're just trying to say like look it's not as elusive as you think like it's yeah. not some hidden thing like mm. being happy like maybe and it never is like when you do read these books or you see these quotes whatever it, it, it most of the time it is just the simple thing of like just enjoy life like just mm-hmm. it's nothing big you know i think most of the time like like the darren brown book it's like don't um don't create like idols and dreams and like you know things like that I don't buy into those things that are in your mind sometimes but I feel like we build up things in our head and then that that's, that's what makes us unhappy really but if we just looked at what was really around us um and took it for what it was I think everyone would be happy do you know what I mean yeah. I you're searching for this you've built up this thing and it's not real and then when you realize it's not real that's what makes you unhappy it's the disappointment right of that expectation unmet expectation yeah so just like if you actually appreciate like you said it doesn't have to be the Mm -hmm. word content like appreciate what you actually have Mm -hmm. as it is every single thing as it is not wanting more then then there's no disappointment then yeah because you're not expecting any more there's just like it is what it is um but yeah yeah. and i think that's part of happy already when we came to that conclusion (laughs) But yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? That's it. That's it. Like, that's the book. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm just that's like. You don't need wow. a book. You don't need a book. It's that. It's the. It's true, but I think they all point to that general idea. You know what I mean? But it doesn't need to be a 300 something something book. I've got to make some money. Money. You know what I mean? No, it can't be that. It can't be that. That's not. I actually believe that's not your motivation. Like maybe it is, but I'm like, come on. Nah. Um, nah. There's other ways, but do you know what it is? Mm. You say there's other ways to make money, but you know people want to know how to be happy, so they that's, that's they do, is. they do, and that's why I was talking about the title of the book and and everything. Yeah, but but yeah, but um, like I was saying, perception is organic, so it's like the more you know, your perception changes as well. Mm. Like it's all, I think that's a that's a good thing because otherwise we wouldn't develop as human beings anyway. You know, mm. our, our default, like our our, our primal nature. We are supposed to evolve in that way through our perception and how we think about things in the world. Mm. Otherwise, we'd just stay stagnant, wouldn't we? Yeah. Wouldn't be great, would it? And I um, think in what we've been talking about as well, I've been realising about how life is, like, you know, it's organic, it's flowing, it's like a river. It's, you know, it's always moving. It's moving. It's always moving, moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that us allowing ourselves to be moved and changed um, is to our benefit. It's just to our benefit. Yeah. Because that's just the way it, things are. You know, yeah, so, and it's gonna move whether you go with it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just it. It's just like riding that wave. I feel like yeah. that's life, isn't it? Isn't that the lesson of life? Ride Literally. the wave, man. Because like you'd be holding onto one cliff or rock, like me, and you know, <laughs> the tidal wave is still gonna come and it's gonna hit you. Maybe if you just floated with life, this is the funny thing. Because I always think in pictures, in it, and metaphors. Literally, like if you. <laughs> 
I'll be there holding on to rock, thinking I'm saving myself. But then the, the tidal wave comes and knocks you. You yeah. know, do you know what I mean? That whiplash can just kill you. But if you had just gone with the tide, yeah. mm-hmm. you'd be fine. You're probably on an island somewhere. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's scary to let go and go with it. We've spoken about this before, but like, it is what it is. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just got laid back. But when we were looking at this series of like perception, we started off obviously with like the physical and like the eye and what we see and things like that. So and <laughs> and I came across this like interesting fact about um, uh, females. So if you're female, you have an X chromosome and there's some females that have like an extra chromosome, I think. And it gives them like, they're able to see like, was it like a hundred million different shades of colors more than the normal person and I was million. like no I know I know it sounds too much right but that's mm. literally what the fact that said. Sounds like Maybe I... that's enough to drive you crazy isn't it? <laughs> like, really. I should do some fact checks I literally just like I I don't even know it sounds mad even as I'm saying it but they can see a uh, hundred million more shades of color mm. and maybe to them obviously they they were born that way they don't know any difference so maybe they're not really going crazy from it um and maybe it's only slight variations like it's not really like that Either noticeable that, or they'd be great <laughs> artists but then i say great artists but you could be something else do you know what i mean like why do you have to be an you artist could be, you, could these colors. <laughs> you could be but that made me that 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 alone like we haven't even gone into spiritual or whatever just the physical eye and how like we all see differently based on how we were born the dna etc like that in itself is weird because you would you would live your I don't know if you would live your life differently because you can see all these colors no but you would just no that's be normal just your life to anyway you. yeah it would just be normal like maybe you'd live it like say now you had the gift like you, the gift and you had the power call it that that sounds like a super that's like a superhero <laughs> power you're just like a superhero anyway you suddenly get you know landed that gift and I guess you would live your life differently because you you couldn't go back to the same yeah. Thing. I mean, it's different when, like, something changes that you didn't have before. But if you're already born with it, I don't know, would it? Would you Would you live your life the same as the person who is seeing the world the same? Oh, right, right. Um, but then is that the same with people who are colorblind? Yeah, that's like, right. See. And, and obviously... And blind as well. Yeah, I mean... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit different, I feel, because there's absolutely no sight. Yeah, but is it is it different? Like, is your life different? To mm. I mean, of course, it's different to someone who's you know who's, yeah. who's able to see. But as in, it's different. As in, I'm talking about like, like, you know, have you done more things? Have you kind of like done more, lived your life more fully, mm. or less mm. fully, or just the same? You know, are you yeah. seeing things like? Is it been expansive? Has it just been you know? Has it just been the same as someone who's got um, who's able to see? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, things like that, I guess. It's interesting because, it, like, when we even just talking about, like, the senses, because people who are blind, their other senses are heightened. So they, yeah, would, still, they would still have a perception. It just would not be the physical eye. Like, they still have a perception of things, you know? Yeah. Because, like we said, the definition of perception is how we think of things. So they don't, they don't have to be seeing it with their physical eye. They could be feeling it. They could be hearing it. You know what I mean? They still, that would still build their perception. It would be different from someone who is seeing the things or whatever, but they would still have a perception of life, etc. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because obviously 
like how we see for our physical eye is how we build um knowledge and information like using the primal man that's how we know if there's danger or whatever like and I just I don't know I find it weird that like there is so many different types of perception that people have and how they've built it up like most of the time I'm like wouldn't it just be from upbringing but then sometimes you can have the same upbringing of someone and their perception is just completely different you're like how do you think like this so then it's like is it is it relevant like the what you're physically seeing or is it just all in your mind your perception Mm. so is that a question like yeah I mean it's like a wondering you know it's like Mm. is it relevant what you're actually seeing because if we're talking about perception it's all about how you think about something so you are so are you saying is your I'm all, physical... I'm almost saying that like the variable of the physical sight is yeah. irrelevant because even someone who it, is irrelevant seeing, to what though? to perception to what do you mean like the way you think of things yeah because it's not just based off that it's based off many different things I think it's not irrelevant mm. I think it's not irrelevant I I think that okay I'm not sure because the reason that I was going to give can be flipped anyway i was gonna (laughs) say that like for me for example like i was talking to junior right Mm -hmm. um um the darling brother and then i was talking to him (laughs) um yeah junior's our brother for like Mm -hmm. listeners i never really i never really introduce people like oh this is the this is who it is but um (laughs) because most of the time i just think of it as i'm just talking to you but the thing is is that yeah so yeah me and junior Junior were talking right and he's very observant right Mm -hmm. and i'm not a observant in that way like I observe different things like I like I was telling him that I'm inside my my like I feel like I'm very inner like I'm inside my like I live inside my head like literally like what Mm -hmm. like what I would write on my writer's bio like it's actually true like I live inside my head and he's very (laughs) observant you know Mm -hmm. and so um what was I even saying so then I was saying because I'm the way I don't the, the way I'm like inside my head I was saying that and I don't notice things Mm. that's what makes me for example the way I am like my personality mm. in a sense because I'll be like because I don't I don't know because I'm not really that observant if I go somewhere I won't really be the one who notice all the good looking people there mm. because um and then I, I won't really notice all the good looking people there or I won't be looking to say oh yeah this person looks good and then because of it I like I don't know it, it it just makes up who I am and it just you know what I mean it's it's how I and that's why I, I don't know I'm rambling on but then but, um, wouldn't you not notice them because yeah that's what I'm saying that, was, that like, was my example I was gonna give mm. to you but then I just flipped it in my mind and I was just like <laughs> um I, yeah I don't even notice it. it's probably irrelevant because even if I was even if I couldn't see do you know what I mean if I couldn't see them yeah I'd still be the way I am mm, mm. and um so I'll say you could flip it but then. I still think it's relevant because maybe I don't see the maybe I don't see physically the way mm. Junior sees like yeah. you know people who are really observant. I, even though I think it's like a brain thing more like, but then your brain is it connects to your physical is, yeah and your like, perception and all that. So. See, I think that you can separate them. You can yeah. separate them, but I I just think that it's all intertangled in a way that you you know because sometimes you say your brain like is where your mind is and that links mm-hmm. to your you know your soul, your soul. and your spirit mm-hmm. your you know that links your spirit obviously but then your brain is how you're you 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 actually see with your physical eyes so i don't know like i actually don't know but maybe he just sees he obviously sees the world different to me doesn't it yeah like, like in 
in terms of like his mind yeah in terms of yeah. our physical the way we see i don't know you would assume that he has better sight than i do but that's the thing you never know because i i remember when i was um in college and i was studying philosophy and they they were talking about colors right so when you are a child and you're being taught colors right so your mom tells you this is red or whoever's your caregiver this color is red blue green right but how do you know that that red that you're seeing is the same color that they're seeing but they've told you that that color is red so every time you see that color you think it's red yeah and then like <laughs> i remember being in philosophy and being like oh my gosh like are you like the world is a lie philosophy is a bit <laughs> philosophy philosophy is a bit of a weird one because it's like we never really get to answers we just ask loads of questions <laughs> no, so you always leave with more questions and answers did you, so... quit, did you quit philosophy that's why that must have been helped to you shame because i like stuff like that whereas i can imagine you um who loves uh your accountant brain that must be crazy that's like that's it like was there just... was no there was no nothing was balanced no there was no it was you know... just like because in accounting you know you come with your questions you get answers you get answers exactly. to every single question but there in philosophy you come with your questions and you leave with triple more like 10 times more the questions you entered with and, they and you, don't, you didn't receive it. answers for those first questions so it's the just teacher, like <laughs> thought everyone was enjoying it but you were not that's why you dropped it i was actually yeah. like i was like i knew you didn't really really get into it, but i thought you would because of course like we talk about this and we you know we kind of like liked little we watched little films like you know what's that one called that i like um waking life yeah waking life and yeah. then like the one i was talking i was thinking about um before sunrise recently i was thinking like you know we haven't w- watched it in a bit like um it's been nice to talk about the little things that they bring up you know anyway yeah. stuff like that and then so i thought you'd like it but don't get me wrong it's all intriguing it's just that like we don't get to conclusions like literally there's no like we just go round and round and it's like like even the books that the like those past which one was it that the one i was reading meditations it's literally just him sat there just asking himself bare questions and just coming to i no just like conclusion. yeah <laughs> and don't get me there is a place for that you know there is a place for those kind of things but studying a whole topic of it i was like nah i couldn't do it i did a year of it and i appreciated the year and you know i can bring it up now and pull from that but do you know yeah. what it is though it's like um it's like philosophy in a way in if you think about it in that sense where there's all the questions it's like tilling the ground it's like you know when you unearth the ground like you're it's, yeah it'll just be there just yeah. packed but then mm. you know with philosophy it kind of unearths you just it, it asks those questions so it unearths it and then as it goes on it helps you it just switches your perception so you will come to a conclusion i'm thinking further along the line um because your perception has changed but just asking that simple question like what if green isn't green do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're not screaming because you're like <laughs> what the hell if you don't if you know if you go through that stage then um <laughs> then you know your perception has changed and it's that stuff you know that that is just a, an example of life yeah you know how like that little thing that like what if green isn't green is that like an event that happens in your life that just turns your life upside down you know and how people yeah. react differently to it some people will run away screaming like i never want to face that again <laughs> and some people will be like okay like after they scream they'll be like okay okay and then they've changed and they go to the next level 
I mean, no, I get that. But at least, you know, at least in science, there's like, okay, we're going to do some like test to test this hypothesis, you know, and reach some, we're trying to test something, you know. But in philosophy, we're just sitting there wondering. No, no, no. Endlessly wondering. Okay, fine, fine. I I, I give you that to a level. But then remember, we said, you know, we're watching in, in this whole perception series, yeah. Um, I was saying, like, I got into thinking about perception because of watching, like, um, um, basically physics, like astrophysics, mm. not deep astrophysics, just like, you know, your normal, ordinary, yeah. ordinary layman's kind of astrophysics documentary. Yeah. And literally one of the things that I started to realize, and it didn't annoy me, but it actually just, like, empowered me, really, when I realized that, like, the scientists, like, yeah, they know what they're talking about, but they don't know mm. what they're talking about. They don't, they're yeah, just like, yeah, course. we don't know um, yeah, so we don't know what the, you know, the dark matter is in, in, in the universe. And it makes up like 99% of what it is. So I'm just like, well, basically, you don't know what anything is, you know, <laughs> like in that conclusion. <laughs> and literally, it's like scientists are scientists. Like, you don't know what it is. And even even to the origin of life, like the substance at the beginning that started life, they mm. don't know, you don't know what that is. It was just it. a big bang, you know So, what I mean? like, as in on Earth, you know, like before, you know, we know what made water basically yeah mm-hmm. where does water, water come from did water just did life just spontaneously occur just appear in, mm-hmm. in water yeah there's like you don't know what that is and yet people are so quick to be like oh yes science i believe in mm-hmm. science i'm just like well they don't there's no answers there really. like there know. is there are answers there are answers but those answers that we talked about it's like hypotheses yeah and then you, and then yeah. you test it out like i've yeah. got a, i've got a theory then i test it out and then Oh, so there was this crazy thing I realized as well from listening to the scientists. It was like, it was not like the, hold on. It's not like they had the result first. Yeah. I mean, maybe in some rare cases they did. It's not like they had the result first and then they came up with the theory. It's like they came up with the theory and then they tested it out. And then, mm. so it's like, what came first? I know it sounds a bit weird, but it's kind of like, what came first? Like, did you have the is it the idea that birthed the result or is it the result that birthed the idea do you know what i mean it's like i mean i guess it starts off with a question doesn't it yeah but then and that's like and i feel like that's where philosophy comes into play even yeah. though you know i like just science. did bash it for the past 10 minutes but like yeah. you know it's that um, the tilling bit is the questions that are asked and then i feel like science kind of comes in and yeah okay. comes up with theories yeah, and hypotheses true. and actually but, goes let's test it yeah yeah basically <laughs> yeah so it's more practical <sighs> but um yeah like i remember doing philosophy and all that and it was talking about how like how we see the world is it really there and how <laughs> you might just be a brain in a vat and things like that and <laughs> It made you really be like, oh, like. <laughs> no, I just suddenly thought, like, imagine your philosophy teacher was literally like some evil guy who literally was just there, like, trying to, like, make you scream. Like, you, you know what I mean? With the, like, with, like, the delusion of life. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, carry on. But that was, that was one of them. It was just like, yeah, what if you're just a brain in a vat and there's, like, an evil person, like, making you. What was it? And the evil mastermind or something, making you think that the world is real and making you see all these things and it, it didn't make you question it was good for that point of thing because I think it's always good to analyze and question yourself in life even what you're seeing it's good to do that it's a good practice um but I feel like you just reach a point where you're just like you know what we're just gonna take what we're seeing as mm. as is you know but I feel like you just have to be content with what's going on in the world what you choose the decisions you make um but perception is very interesting like and yeah, it does come down to how you interpret the world and what you see. Um, but yeah. Are you a brain in a vat? 
God. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, that's not even a, a thing. That's when I say I don't know. I'm think I'm saying I don't know if like I I I don't know whether that's a a, a question to think about. I don't. Mm. I don't really. I don't, it's almost like I don't really care if it was true or not. I, it's not. It's not interesting enough right now yeah. for me to pursue it. But it's it's an it's an interesting image though. Definitely. It's just it's reminded me of like, you know, when you were, like source code or like mm. when you know he's like. Mm. I don't know if I watched it with you, and like other stuff. I'm you know, when it's sure. like to do with consciousness, and it's like your consciousness is surviving yeah. or like stuff like that. But it's weird um, because you like even with that whole color thing, you realize that like, you can never see out of any other other person's eyes except your own. So you can never know, really, what anyone else is seeing. Only what you are seeing. No, 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 no. I was going to say, yes, I know. Look at me going, no, 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 no. <laughs> but you know what? It, this is where English comes in. And, like, poetry comes oh in. Gosh. I was literally telling my kids this today. Oh, my goodness. No, but, like, literally. Okay. You can. Right, right, right. Like, through, through, um, through books and fiction. Okay. Like, because, right? Okay, in class today. Look at your excitement. <laughs> In class today, yeah. I mean, sorry to the kids, but we were we were reading a poem, yeah, about one of the, um. It's based off um someone who jumped off nine uh, eleven the twin towers. And I know, okay. sorry, I put it to you. It was that sad, like one of went down real quick. I know, one of the kids was just like, I didn't prepare to be sad today. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, so oh. the the guy he was was sad. It was um, but then at the same time, I'm just like. I was saying to them that this is life, this part of you know life, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, so the this man um, was falling from mm-hmm. the twin towers, and someone captured it. And basically, okay. the poem is called "Out of the Blue." Simon Armitage, just like GCSE, you know, your common, yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, reading for that. But um, in those moments when I was reading the poem, I was like, "You are this guy," because it's told from his perspective, and it's like, yes, mm. it's not real, like it's not real. We, you know, we don't know what that man was thinking. We can never know. I was telling them that like, we can never know what it's like. Like, but you're would, just... no one would ever live to tell the tale of of or falling from that high. I mean, some people have though. Some people have done that. Um, yeah, but um, from a high building, not that high. Um, mm. but um, but I was like, we could never know what it was like to be here. But in this moment, while we're reading this poem, we are this character, and we do know what it's like. And then there's also this other instance when I was reading this science book for um for my degree right and mm-hmm. it literally had um and it literally had it was talking about the carbon cycle and then okay. but from the perspective of like a cell and it literally like no it sounds so silly no it sounds so silly i think it was like a light particle maybe it wasn't a cell <laughs> but it was like it sounds so silly or like a photon but like really and truly yeah um oh in that instant i wish i'm gonna make you read it maybe i won't make you read it but it'll be nice if you read it because you just in you it, it basically it was a way of seeing you know in science it's all very practical and you're like okay this is what happens this is the formulas mm-hmm. yeah but in this like writing it in words and in literature and in the story you could see it from that perspective of a light particle and it was beautiful then because it's like i would never have this perspective but through imagination is what i was telling the kids i was like you can have different perspectives that you'd never have and in a way like like I get it like there's another part of my brain which is like no it's not true but it's made up whatever like yeah that's true but like you know in our imagination we can step in and we can have mm-hmm. a perception because at the end of the day in a way the life that we live anywhere in our perception is kind of our imagination because we kind of like this is going off into like deeper perception talks but yeah it's like what we perceive is that we create it isn't it because it's made up of like the you know what we can actually see through our physical eyes 
and also what we're expecting to see, what we're used to seeing, and we make up our reality, you know, because they do that with like, you know, when they give you like images and they yeah. kind of like, you kind of create what you see based on what yeah. you even expect to see. And even mm. scientists prove this, what they expect to see sometimes is what you see when you're looking at like quantum physics. But anyway, yeah. But that's true, actually. It's a good point to make um, that, I mean, our perception in the first place is based off our own interpretation of what we are seeing or what we have experienced, etc. So in a way, yeah, we can tap into different types of perceptions. So you're not wrong, you know. Poetry, definitely, like 100%. Part of me was like, unless someone who had actually fallen from a building had written that poem, then yeah, maybe. (laughs) You know, but but poetry, yeah, I get you in that kind of like practical, kind of like hard facts manner. But in a way, what does it matter? Because, you know, when you talk about like, uh, Joe Dispenza and you mm-hmm. about, like meditation and it's like it's not about the thing itself but it's about the feeling mm-hmm. like, because it's mm-hmm. like of course this is a way of seeing as well yeah perspective. but it's yeah. like it's not so much that I'm a millionaire but that like, I feel like I'm a millionaire whatever that means mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's like when you read this poem yes I've never I've never like lost someone who's that that dear to me and stuff but when you when I read this poem about loss like it gets me mate. it gets me to the point where I'm just like wow and I experienced yeah. it in that moment, not as visceral mm. as if it was me actually going through it. But you can see that, like, I appreciate it. Like, there's something in there. There's a space that poetry creates and other places of art anyway, where you can see a different perspective. Perspective. Yeah, I think that's that's true. If we're going to say that, like, perception is, it's not right here, like right now, it's expansive. That yeah. means that, like, we can tap into almost like other energies or other spaces where because everything is connected like that's my perception of the world that's my worldview that everything is connected so I I can understand it if I'm coming from that lens that like I can tap into these experiences that I've never had personally but I know that the collective has had them like someone in the world has had it I can I can connect to that energy you know it's out there in the world I can tap into it so if I'm coming it coming from it from that point of view then yeah I would say that, yeah, that's true. That's possible. It does. I mean, that's it makes the power sense. Of, um, that's the power of story. I think science has its place, and like mm. rational, rational perception has its place to give us these, yeah, these kind of. Um, it's not imagination. It's not imagine. It's not imagination based. I guess. Whereas when we look at things like when we're watching a film or a series or we read a book. Mm you're just stepping into another space another perception and you in that moment you know what it's like Mm. to be in like this terrible situation or whatever it is yeah and so that's it's the only way we get to 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 step outside ourselves sometimes i mean when you talk to someone else even yeah and when you um when you read someone's experiences that's why our perception even widens when like if we the more books we read fiction or not yeah 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 Uh, yeah that's true and it's funny you said um science is has the rational thought but some thoughts that have come from science have not been rational like Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like that's a humbling thing for science as well like the earth is flat or like different kind of things like things that were believed Mm -hmm. believed in the past that were you know disproved and things that maybe we believe now that maybe in the future will also be disproved you know so that's why we that's why we're saying that perception is like it's not fixed we can't say that what we know or think we know or perceive today will be the same in the future um which touches on to what we're gonna say 
it sounds so smooth, but it wasn't planned. Or what what we're gonna talk about next week is like the electromagnetic scale um, Mm. of light, and just like that was that was mind boggling to me to realize just how I was gonna say like just how small our perception is, like how limited we are in our perception, and on the physical level when you look at the visible light strand of the whole mm-hmm. like think of it as a color scale or something yeah and then just like imagine we could just see like a slit of all the colors we could just see like a slither of yellow or something like that and that's like yeah. visible light to us and so um that only can just tell you that like you know we don't know if, we don't know everything we can't know everything mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's all we can see of everything <laughs> that's going on around us <laughs> yeah. so yeah i think that's what we look at it's humbling it's kind of funny yeah yeah so that's what we're gonna do um yeah i think next week that's what we're gonna that's gonna be our launch pad really looking at the electromagnetic scale yeah guys so um we hope you've enjoyed it this week we're back um we're ready to go so yeah thanks for joining us we'll see you next time bye